world's becoming a dangerous place for us women. Lipstick Bodyguard looks just like an innocent little lipstick, but it'll instantly drop any attacker to his knees so you can get away unharmed. Lipstick Bodyguard, fear no evil. Get yours today, only at LipstickBodyguard.com. Broadcasting from behind the Second Amendment Iron Curtain, in the shadows of the New York City skyline, this is Gun For Hire Radio, the voice of one million New Jersey gun owners, with your hosts, Sandy Berardi and Master Firearms Trainer, Anthony Calandra. Live from the land that should have forgot, the most listened to Second Amendment broadcast in the nation. Welcome to it. So, I'm back from the NRA Board of Directors meetings. You are. Um, I was in Virginia for four days. I was on committees, and uh, it was my second official board meeting. And I can tell you I sat in on the audit committees, finance committees, ethic committees, everything. As a board member now, I have full access. I bet they're happy about that. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, I, I – anyway – a couple of things. That, anyway, uh, again, I have to remind everybody that because of the New York State uh, case where they're trying to take away our not-for-profit status, uh, there's a lot of things I can't say. But I will tell you this. I'm 100 percent behind the NRA. And uh, when all of the truth comes out, all of the forensic truth comes out, you're going to see that 99 percent of it. I was saying 95 percent of it, but now I'm going to say 95 percent of it. 99% of it is BS. So do not really? believe the mainstream media and the left media, please. Uh, the NRA has launched a website, which, by the way, I'm going to read it out to you right now, if I can find it. They have a website, nralegalfacts.org, nralegalfacts.org. If you go on there, it'll show all of the accusations, the timelines, the court responses and everything that's been vetted through legal counsel. Hmm. So just go on there and that will ease your pain. NRA membership right now is the highest it's ever been during the third year of a pro-gun presidency. Five million members, 130 million gun owners in the United States, but only five million members of the NRA. Uh, I would love to see it at six, seven or eight million uh, so I want to tell you all from the heart, I know that everybody thinks, you know, there's a lot of shenanigans going on. There is not. All of the due diligence is being done. Uh, I saw everything. Uh, everything was explained, you know, crystal clear for people like me that don't understand numbers and stuff. And when the smoke clears, when the lawsuits are over, everybody's going to say, oh, shit, I bought into the mainstream media's crapola. Well, you know, they're they're on a full frontal attack right now. Yes. Yeah, uh, because they don't want Trump to win again in 2020. So the Institute for Legislative Action, the new guy, Joseph, uh, Jason, we met, he stated Trump has appointed 152 lower court judges and there's 101 open slots right now. Wow. There are a bunch of old conservative judges that are not retiring because they're banking on Trump winning. So these are the people we need to replace. So we got to get, we got to get Trump in there again for a second term, obviously. Yeah, so, uh, yeah. you know, it was exciting hearing that. And the best thing is there is so much going on right now. 
the New York State rifle and pistol case. Arguments December 2nd, ladies and gentlemen. Wow. The New York State rifle and pistol case, they did not moot it. Dan Schmutter said they could moot it during conference, but he doesn't think they're going to. Meanwhile, the the NRA, the Supreme Court right now, is holding four carry cases. The, the NRA Rogers case, the NRA Gould case, and two other cases are being held right now. And the Soto case made it to the Supreme Court. For you people that don't know about the Soto case, the Soto case is the one where they're trying to blame the gun manufacturers when someone commits a crime or a mass murder with a gun. Just like the old stuff they're dragging back out again. Correct. That case made it to the Supremes. Now, another exciting thing is the cheeseman Gillard case. New Jersey has till September 18th to respond. And then Mark and Jay and all of those guys and uh, David Jensen, they got a date with the Supreme Court in October hmm. to go. So there's a good chance that their case is going to be held as well as Rogers and Gould and all of these other cases, because Dan seems to believe and the NRA uh, legal eggheads seem to believe that the New York case is going to change a lot of the dynamics that were addressed with Heller and McDonald. Yeah. And if it does, what could happen, Dan says, is if the Supreme Court comes out with a new ruling, they could send all of these cases back down to the circuit courts to readdress based on the new rulings from the Supreme Court. Oh, wow. Yes. That would turn everything upside down. Correct, correct. So the NRA also has two more concealed carry cases heading towards the Supreme Court, as well as the cheeseman Gillard case. I mean, holy shit, there is so much going on right now. It, it's all going to climax. But think about this, guys. The left does not want Trump to win at all costs, and they're attacking the NRA directly. They're coming out with all of this fuzzy news and this one did that and who's sleeping with who or whatever the case may be, because they do not want another four years of someone like Donald Trump appointing lower court and Supreme Court justices. OK, absolutely. So we have to stick together. You know, unity is key. What the left's playbook is divide and conquer, right? Right. So I want you all to go to the Cheeseman Gillard case, and they have restore carry dash nj dash uh, dot com on it's a it's a GoFundMe page. Please go to restore carry nj the Cheeseman Gillard case. Now's the time to make some donations. The Supreme Court is going to hear it uh, in October. They could use more help with legal fees. This was self-funded. I believe almost forty thousand dollars was uh, was uh, raised through, uh, you know, crowdfunding as well as CNJFO donating five thousand dollars with a five thousand dollar match. I've made a few contributions. Everybody, this is the final push. We have all of these cases going. We have the NRA back stuff, and we have the Cheeseman Gillard case. I can't stress enough that these guys could use your help because there is so much going on right now. You know, uh, the closet Cape crusader, Cory Booker, he's pushing, he introduced legislation for a federal license to buy guns. <laughs> How ridiculous. You'll have to renew it every five years. It will be a federal gun a month handgun purchase. You will have to go through mental health background checks. Sounds similar to New Jersey, right? Yeah, very similar to New Jersey. Yeah, what happens in New Jersey does not mm. stay in New Jersey. We've talked about this 
59,000 and a half times, yeah. guys. We have to have to push for this. Uh, I, I can't stress it enough. I'm, I'm telling you right now. I mean, last week, Governor Free Stuff, out of nowhere, signed an executive order that no New Jersey businesses can do any business with gun manufacturers uh, that do not have the same background checks and oppressive uh, stop gaps and, and laws that New Jersey has. Now, New Jersey law enforcement, including the state police, have purchased $70 million worth of stuff last year from gun companies, ammo companies, etc. Well, this is going to backfire. This is mob tactics. It's amazing. This guy's a carpetbagger, Sandy, from yeah. Massachusetts. Absolutely. And he's been in New Jersey three years, and already the mob rubbed off on him. Yeah, yeah, right. All right. He's basically overstepping his bounds. This is right for a lawsuit because he's telling companies outside the state that they can't do business in New Jersey unless they follow New Jersey's draconian gun laws, registration, etc., etc. Okay, I wish that the gun manufacturers would stop doing business with him, the, that the ammo manufacturers would stop. Let our police yeah. departments dry up and right. then let the attorney go back to the governor, the attorney general, and go, uh, I think we may have overstepped our grounds, Governor Free Stuff. Right. Uh, I think we're in trouble with uh, with all the manufacturers. But no, of course, that's not going to happen. No. You know, I was talking to Dwayne Liptak from Magpul, and he said they've done that where they don't sell direct to states like New Jersey, but they can't control third parties. Right, right. If somebody orders 10,000 magazines from Magpul and they're a law enforcement distributor, how could Magpul control it? Right, they can't. So, so it's hard for us to say, let's get all the manufacturers to stop. You know, it, it's easy for us to say it, but it's hard for it to be implemented. Right. So I just want everybody to know that. I But the buzz, I'll tell you, I went to the Legislative Affairs and uh, uh, Committee, all of the eggheads, inside and outside counsel for NRA, the Gould case, the Rogers case. They're all talking about these cases. The, while we were at the, a conference, somebody, a lawyer came in and said, oh, the, uh, the New York State Rifle and Pistol case has a date, December 2nd. Everybody stood up and started applauding. Yeah, that's great. You know, and and people that are knocking the NRA, remember, this shit doesn't happen by accident. Right. Of All course. of these cases were installed going back as far as five years ago. The Rogers cases two years ago where they tasked people like Schmutter and Bach to find clean plaintiffs and, and push these cases through. Yeah. This is all part of a concerted plan because we know the Supreme Court is the only thing Bloomberg hasn't bought yet. Right. So don't knock the NRA right now. We can't have this division. We can't have people dividing us, fighting. All right. I'm catching a lot of shit. You know, we need to make this change. We need to make that change. Let's start a new organization. <laughs> Good luck with that. Yeah. Do you know how much infrastructure is it is in the NRA with Capitol Hill, with lobbyists and lawyers, with cases going through and the Civil Rights Defense Fund dispersing money to cases that need it the, for Second Amendment cases? The, the oldest no organization idea. in the world. The, uh, the, uh, really, right? The oldest civil rights organization in the world. 1876. And you're going to go against that with some new flim flam thing that you're going to start now just because you want to get yeah, your name it'll take hurt. 30 years to right. ramp up of course 
it, it would literally take 30 years to, to ramp up. What do you think would happen if those 100 uh, – how many gun owners are estimated in the U.S.? Uh, 140 million gun owners. 140 million. Let's just say 100 million of those. Say 40 would continue to be deadbeat losers. And 100 million people were to join the NRA. What do you think politicians would be doing? They'd be licking the boots of gun owners. Correct. But we know what that's like. In New Jersey, you know, we have a million gun owners and we get 300 people show up for a rally. We had 2,500 Right. At our peak rally, right? Right. And now we got Murphy doing everything he can to screw us. We got Bloomberg working through the back door where I heard, I told you, inside Intel, that he's working with the Senate, the Assembly, and the governor. And he's they're making donations with the mom's demand, and they're making requests. They want to wait till after the November elections, a lame duck session, and they want to have a ban on all semi-automatic rifles in New Jersey. <laughs> So, okay, and you know what? We'll get five thousand people to show up for a rally, but by then it'll be too late. Yes, it's our chance. November, the entire assembly is up for election. Right now, I understand that the the voting is rigged, and I understand through gerrymandering and redistricting and stuff, it's almost impossible to knock some of these bums out. They're lifetime politicians, but if everybody got involved grassroots, we could cause a change. Right, and if Democrat gun owners which there are the majority of gun owners in New Jersey are Democrats. If Democrat gun owners would finally wake up and realize what their party is doing to usurp them of their rights and strip them of their rights, and then they bitch, moan, and complain about all the... They always have their head in the sand. These are the same people who, the moment a magazine ban comes in in acts they don't get angry about it they they dump the magazines off on your doorstep it, 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 exactly they leave them in front of the range at six o'clock in the morning right uh i just want to reiterate that the cheeseman website is gofundme.com forward slash restore dash carry dash nj all right J Factor is extremely excited about this. Mark Cheeseman, too. You know, it's a non-NRA funded case. It's a self-funded case. We have so many irons in the fire right now. I mean, come on. Look at the the the, uh, the DNC the other night, uh, the, what they're, where they're going after each other. Beto O'Rourke came out and said he's going to take all our AR-15 and yeah. AK-47. For years, the Democratic Party says we're not going to take your guns. We just right. have sensible laws. Guess what? They jumped the shark, ladies and gentlemen. Right. It's And if you don't think more of those politicians are going to race to the left and they're also going to claim the same thing. And the other thing is don't be so hubris. Do not think Trump is going to be a shoe in because all of these lefties are so crazy. They have the masters of the universe behind them. Absolutely. They have the media behind oh, absolutely. them. All social media, Google and everything. They are going to do everything in their power to get one of these crazy socialists elected. And then what? And then what are we going to do? Imagine if we lose the Senate, we're going to end up having Schumer as the spe as the, the the Senate president. We're going to end up having Pelosi as the assembly, uh, whatever she is, I forgot the, the, the name of it. And, uh, and could you imagine Beto O'Rourke or Kamala Harris or, or, or Elizabeth Warren? They will sign every bit of legislation. Of course. We will basically see the federal government turn into New Jersey where you have a super majority in the assembly and the Senate and you have a repulsive socialist as the president. And you'll see the clampdown from the government, uh, the tyrannical government, 
that would make China blush. We're only one election away from this, guys. That's right. Guys and girls that are listening, we are one election away from this. Do not sit on your laurels and think Trump is a shoo-in. Anything could happen. Think about this. 152 lower court judges and 101 vacancies right now. They're trying to fill them before the, the end of Trump's first term. Could you imagine if he gets a second term, if some of these old liberal uh, judges have to retire and a lot of the, more of the conservative judges are replaced with conservative judges? He could end up flipping six or seven of the lower courts. Right. We could end up with a 6-3 majority in the U.S. Supreme Court. Right. We could absolutely could. So... Please, everybody, band together. Stop the bashing of all the Second Amendment organizations. Listen, I belong to Firearms Policy Conference. I belong to Gun Owners of America. I belong to the Second Amendment Foundation. I donate money to them. I also am a life member of all of those organizations. No, I'm not. I'm a life member of uh, Second Amendment Foundation and a life member of the NRA. But I'm a member of FPC and I'm a member of GOA. Everybody should belong to the organizations federally and at the state level. Stop the infighting. Let's all support each other. Stop attacking each other. This is this is it for us. This is our defining moment. Forget the one election. We're looking at the judges and the lawsuits. Years and years to get these cases through the Supreme Court. Do we want it knocked down like our Drake case was knocked down? Do we want it knocked down like our Pantano case was knocked down? No. We need, the Supreme Court has not taken a Second Amendment case in 10 years. The New York State Rifle and Pistol Association was the first one, and they're holding all of these other Second Amendment cases. Guys, girls, I can't stress this enough that we're under attack here. The way we live is under attack here. Illegals are before us. Criminals are before us. And the top tier are the politicians and the rich elites and the masters of the universe and the coastal elites. And we have placed ourselves all the way down on the bottom now. And the only way we're going to get out of this, the only way we're going to do it is by voting and supporting our Second Amendment rights and supporting our conservative candidates. Listen, you know I hate them all, Sandy. Absolutely. I hate them all. But. I am supporting a few people. We all know that Tony Gallo is running for sheriff in Middlesex County. I'm going to be speaking at his event Saturday, October 19th at 3 p.m. in Avenel at the uh, Pelsman Park. It's Gallo4Sheriff.com. He is against sanctuary cities, sanctuary states. He is a Second Amendment advocate. He is a life member of the NRA. He's an NRA instructor. He's been supporting the youth shooting activities down at Lakeland for the past 20 years. We need a guy like him in. I'm also supporting Edward Durr. Edward Durr is running for uh, www.3d4nj.com. 3D, number 3d4nj.com. Uh, he's endorsed as an AQ by the NRA because it's his first time. He's, so it's an A with some questions to it because he has no experience, okay? But he's a lifelong gun owner. He's a conservative. He calls himself a constitutional republic. He's Republican. He's running an LD3. So Edward Darren LD3 right now, uh, and you can check him out on Facebook as well. It's ED4NJ, Edward Darren, number 4NJ. And his website is the number 3, letter D, number 4, NJ.com. So him and Gallo for sure. Listen, Tony Gallo needs your help. Donations, 
share stuff on social media, uh, get on his email list and share his emails. Anybody you know in Middlesex County, we need to send a message. We have a Sussex County sheriff that is fighting the sanctuary state law uh, directive for Murphy. And now we have a Middlesex County guy who's willing to do it if he's elected. We have to do this. We cannot keep doing what we're doing and allowing illegals and criminals to have more benefits and more rights than we do. Phil Murphy is pushing right now to get 600,000 illegals driver's license because he knows they'll be registered to vote. Now, the six points of identification to get your driver's license in New Jersey was implemented during the Patriot Act after September 11th happened because a lot of the terrorists got their driver's license without <laughs> showing any form of identification. Right. This jackass, like Gavin Newsom in California, wants to waive the six points for the illegals. You, the people, the law-abiding, tax-paying citizens of New Jersey, have to produce six points when you go for your driver's license. But illegals will not have to produce the six points because he wants them to get their voter ID cards at the same time. I want to tell you about my friend Katie. Katie is a nurse and she was attacked on her way home from work. She was totally taken by surprise. And although Katie is only five feet tall and 106 pounds, she was easily able to drop her six foot four, 250 pound attacker to his knees and get away unharmed. Katie wasn't just lucky that day. She was prepared. In her pocketbook, a harmless looking lipstick, which really contained a powerful man-stopping aerosol propellant. It's not like it was in our grandmother's day. Today, just going to and from work or to the mall can have tragic consequences. The FBI says a violent crime is committed every 15 seconds in the United States, and a forcible rape happens every five minutes. And chances are, when something happens, no one will be around to help. It looks just like a lipstick, so no one will suspect a thing, which is important since experts say getting the jump on your attacker is all about the element of surprise. Inside this innocent-looking lipstick is the same powerful stuff used by police and the military to disarm even the most powerful armed aggressor. In fact, National Park Rangers use the very same formula that's inside this little lipstick to stop 2,000-pound vicious grizzly bears dead in their tracks. It's like carrying a personal bodyguard with you, in your purse or your pocket. Darkness brings danger. Muggers and rapists use darkness to their advantage. We all know what it's like to be walking at night and hear footsteps coming at us from behind. Who's there? If it's somebody bad, will you be protected? Your life may depend on it. My friend Katie's close call needs to be a wake-up call for all of us, myself included. Pick up a lipstick bodyguard and keep it with you always. The world's becoming a dangerous place for us women. Lipstick bodyguard looks just like an innocent little lipstick, but it'll instantly drop any attacker to his knees so you can get away unharmed. And what better way to say I love you than giving the ones you love a gift to keep them safe? Lipstick bodyguard. It looks just like a beautiful little lipstick, but just like a beautiful woman, it has the power to bring a grown man to his knees. Lipstick Bodyguard, fear no evil. Get yours today only at LipstickBodyguard.com.
Just follow the link on the gunforhireradio.com homepage. And we're back. So, people, you have to wake up. We have to fill out the six points, but he, the, but, but the illegals don't. Now, what happens if 10 terrorists slip through because of that? Right. They don't care because all they care about is votes. You want to know why? Because them and their families, they won't be subjected to worry about. They don't fly regular carriers like we do. Right. Okay? It's right. a bunch of bullshit. All right. It's a bunch of bullshit. Uh, you know, it's I, already I, happening. I got Ant. fired up. They, uh, I, there's a story I tell, uh, Diane, uh, my, my wife's uh, cousin went to motor vehicle, you know, for the six points thing. He was trying to get his license renewed and, and, and he's driving back and forth and back and forth. He gets there and oh, this isn't any good. You need a light bill. He's got to go back home. He's got to get his other thing comes back in, back and forth. And finally, three trips later. He's frustrated. He still doesn't have the six points for some ridiculous reason. And somebody said to him, why don't you just pick up the red phone on the wall? He's like, what are you talking about? Well, all the illegals come in and they pick up the red phone on the wall, connects them directly to Trenton. They issue the driver's license and they don't have to show anything. So that's exactly what he did. Walked over to the walked over to the phone on the wall, picked it up, spoke directly to somebody in Trenton. Bing, bang, boom. And it's done. He gets his license issued. So it's already being done. Oh, man. We're doomed. Yeah, we are doomed. We are doomed. We are friggin' doomed. But I'll tell you what. We have to wake up. Now, it's funny. Have I've always been pissed off on the gun issue. Now we're pissed off. He's giving money, like Murphy gives money to right. illegals for college. Illegals don't have to fill out the six points. When does John Smith and Mary Smith on one, two, three main street, when do they get pissed off, Sandy? I don't know. When I, is it going to happen? I don't know. I've talked to a lot of my friends who, especially in very odd cases that you know, people who are in, um, you know, psychiatrists and that sort of thing. And then a lot of general practitioners and even, and even some specialists. And they're, they're saying now that, where their waiting rooms used to be filled with, you know, middle class people, the middle class people can no longer afford their co-payment <coughs> under Obamacare. And the waiting rooms are packed now with people on, you know, Medicaid or social assistance or something or, or some other, pro, you know, government program. And most of them are, let's just say, non-citizen uh, uh, people. It's backwards. Again, everybody listening to the show, share the show. Share it with your friends and family. What more are we going to give to illegals and criminals? You know, with bail reform. Yeah. Right? And, yeah. and then what happens is with plea bargaining and lower, you know, lowering the sentencing for, for violent criminals. I, I mean, it's backwards now. It is literally backwards. And people always say, you know, move out of that shithole state. How about the lieutenant governor, a Republican of Texas? Right. Is going after background checks right. and firearms registries. Of now. course, because, okay. you know, they're all jumping on the bandwagon because the elected officials. And again, you know, you mentioned Bloomberg and all and the machine that's going on. I can tell you right now, I have I have a lot of very good friends. The, the circle I move in, in, in the in the in the type of uh, marketing that these people do 
they were hired under the Obama administration for the first time where they're using neuroscientists to craft messages uh, for the for the party uh, to craft messages that in a sense can't be defeated. You know, a lot of subliminal messaging goes on. Uh, it was the first time since uh, Woodrow Wilson that we are allowed to, the, you know, and this again passed in the summertime under the Obama administration, that the federal government can legally now use propaganda against its own citizens. And they have hired a team of, you know, neuroscientists to construct messaging uh, for people and to create a lot of the social media feeds, to create the trolls, to create what the what the Chinese government and the Russian government did during the election. And it's being played upon on us. And the whole message is the anti-gun message. They have to, you know it as well as we've talked about this thousands of times over the past 10 years. They need to take our guns away in order to get done what they need done. Correct. So what are we going to do? People <laughs> have to wake up. People have to wake up, Sandy. I mean, we have to pass it around. This is it. Our future is done. It is. Uh, it is because I don't, you know, right now the message, when you start getting people on uh, on the uh, on the good side of the aisle, let's call it, uh, m marching in lockstep with, uh, with the message of anti-gun message, uh, now what happens? They're buying the propaganda. Oh my God, I'm so upset. You know, we see what's going on in all these other states and they're all crumbling. You know, Virginia has a one seat majority in the assembly and a one seat majority in the Senate. And that's holding on Republican. And it looks like this election, they might turn blue. Well, it's, Virginia, right. move, everybody right. says, move to Pennsylvania, right. move here, Pennsylvania. Red flag law. You may, they didn't use a red flag law. They don't have one yet. But the guy made a gesture of a hand of a gun with his fingers, and he got locked up. <laughs> I mean, Pennsylvania. Right. Well, well, it's happening everywhere. South Carolina is the same thing. South Carolina used to be a very strong red state, but every state, and if you if you look at it, every state where people from New Jersey move, they take the same attitude, which has been beaten down it's for some reason even our conservatives are ultra liberals even even our gun owners are yep. for background checks and <laughs> for all this nonsense that goes on because we don't have for generations understand what real freedom is all about so when we move we take our crap attitudes with us and and the overton window moves along with us as we go down there, oh, this is we're going there because it's a free state. And then we help enact the same laws that forced us to leave our state and the same taxes and the same problems and the same welfare state that we left. We recreate at some other place. And they and we wonder why people in these states hate us. Correct. But how do we get away from it? Texas is disgusted. Nevada is disgusted because the liberals that can't afford to live there anymore are all, all moving from their liberal states that right. they ruined. Right. Uh, you know, same thing with southern New Hampshire. We talked about it. So you have to stand and fight. 
All right. Now you saw what the Democrats did this week. Ten round magazine. <laughs> you know, banning AR-15s, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, oh, can't happen anywhere else. I'm good. So what happens if it passes federally? Again, if we don't get Trump or a conservative elected in 2020, we're going to have Schumer. Absolutely. We're going to have a majority. And yep. you know, the first thing they're going to do when they get in charge, right? They're going to remove the filibuster. Right. And they're going to ram everything down our throats and make us bohica. Bend over, here it comes again. I am telling you, ladies and gentlemen, we are on the precipice of socialism. We are on the precipice of communism. We are on the precipice of national gun confiscation. It's going to happen. We have to stick together. We have to band together. We have to fight this at all costs for your kids, your grandchildren, and for the legacy of this country that so many people die fighting for this freedom. It's all going to back up and blow up in our faces. Mm-hmm. You're absolutely I mean, right. San Francisco, San Francisco passed a resolution and declared all NRA members and NRA a terrorist organization, Sandy. <laughs> This the same city that acquitted a man, uh, an illegal immigrant who killed a girl uh, with with an illegal handgun, and they acquitted him on all charges. The <sighs> same city, the same city where you can't walk down the street without stepping in human feces and hypodermic needles, amongst mi- multi million dollar homes. The same city where you can't even get on public transportation anymore because it's a shooting gallery in their subway system. Correct. Correct. And we're the and the NRA members are the terrorist organizations. Wake the wake up. I'm telling you, Sandy, people don't understand how close we are to losing it all. Everybody, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. You're right. They don't. They just, they stick their head in the sand. And, and, you know, after a while, you just get so sick of it. You you sometimes just feel like saying, all right, fine. Just, 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 just take it. But unfortunately, we lose too. Sandy, I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, I came out of there. You know, everything that was going on with the with the debates, with Betos, everybody gun control and with the Democrats passing all of these safety bills and the Texas lieutenant governor flipping on us. What what is left? And then Phil Murphy signed in those executive orders. Uh, Booker introducing uh, a bill uh, in, in the Senate with background checks in five years and a license and a permit and everything. Everybody out there better wake up. But, you know, what? two days later, the NRA sued San Francisco about this uh, terrorist organization thing, yeah. uh, calling us all terrorists. Imagine we have 5 million members of the NRA who've never committed a crime and we're terrorists all of a sudden, but yet you'll give illegals free everything as well as free identification. How Which does is, that work? Right. Which is why I say if we had 100 million strong, it would flip over instantly. But 5 million voters, they laugh at it. It's just like New Jersey knows that the gun owners in New Jersey, the politicians in New Jersey understand 
at, just through history, what what we have acted, we say a lot of things, we blow a lot of smoke, we make a lot of waves. Oh, get on the phone, send some text messages. Oh, show up at so and so's office, uh, and then that's it. Stand mm-hmm. outside, they lock you outside of the building. Laugh inside, go order lunch. It's done. They'll go away. They're like little bugs, and unfortunately, we behave just that way. It's it's I've never seen it this bad. Uh, it's climaxing at the state and federal levels and people better really wake up. I'm telling you right now, uh, I don't know what else to say. Uh, let's talk on a positive note. I was away Please. last I'm week. Re- I'm Del- I, you know, I'm out on the uh, I'm out on the ledge. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was uh, I was away in Delaware last week uh, and uh, Jimmy Gramenos and Bob Prouse were invited to teach at the uh, NRA uh, Concealed Carry Expo mm-hmm. in Texas. And they were there for three days, and they taught uh, low-light, no-light classes. And their classes had the largest attendances, and they had the highest amount of uh, people attending and the highest reviews and everything. So it's pretty freaking phenomenal that my guys are so good that they kicked ass. And uh, I can't tell you how much I'm proud of them. Uh, but they really, really kicked ass out there. I was supposed to go. I was going to do marketing for uh, NRA instructors, uh-huh. but I had a conflict of interest with travel, yeah. so uh, I couldn't do it. But I'm glad that my guys went out and represented. And while I was at the NRA board meeting, numerous uh, directors and other committee people and NRA staff had come up to me and told me how professional and well-received my two guys were. You know, and uh, I built my business on training since 1992. And you're only as good as your people. And let me tell you, these guys rocked it. You know, Uh, the the emails and the feedback I got from attendees as well as the NRA was was phenomenal. It blew me away, man. So I can't tell you how proud I am of these guys. And uh, I think it's just phenomenal that we're a part of that uh, because, you know, you have to have that education and training aspect out there. And to have all of these NRA instructors and training counselors and operators or whatever uh, speaking so highly of my guys, like I said, I'm proud of that. You know, 27 years we've been doing this, and uh, I have the best of the best teaching at my school. Not only do we have the best range, but we probably have the best instructor cadre bar none on the East Coast at least, you know. Yeah. Uh, I might not have a gun site type school outside where we can run all of these classes, but uh, we do pretty good for America's Urban Defense Institute since 1992. I must say that. So. I was going to say you're not a, you're not uh, not in the middle of the desert somewhere where you where you could where you could do that. Uh, but you do have the biggest uh, biggest indoor facility in the world coming in. It will be the America America's largest gun range probably in the world too. When yeah. it's unless the Saudis or Kuwaitis have something bigger, uh, which I wouldn't doubt. Probably. In the basement of some prince's house. For many people walking into a range the first time, it's quite intimidating. So when you walk in through the double doors, the first thing you'll see on your left is a concierge. When people walk in, they can take a tour of the range, or maybe they're coming in for an appointment with one of my instructors or me, and they'll be directed to the right classroom. It kind of softens the entire experience. It makes people feel more at home. As you walk further into the range, you're going to notice we have New Jersey's only indoor 50-yard range, which is heated and air-conditioned. 
The dividers at each port are bulletproof. They're extra wide ports so two people can stand side by side and shoot. There's lights in the ports so you're well lit. We also have three times as much light down range that the average range would have because I believe it's important that the targets are well lit. Our target retrieval system is all digital. You program how many feet you want to send it out and it stays there. Both of our ranges are tactically baffled, which means when we run our higher level courses, you can move forward to the firing line and shoot in any direction and bullets can't escape. When you come out of the 50 yard range, to your left you'll see our large classroom and go back up to the concierge and make a right, we have two smaller classrooms. And those classrooms are for small one-on-one -on -one classes, our Build-A-Bear, building an AR. As you enter through there, you'll see that we have a uh, portal with a key to go into our Platinum Lounge. They can sit around and watch TV on the leather uh, chairs or couches, and they can maybe work deals with their uh, clients. And you normally don't see a cafe in an indoor range. In New Jersey, we have this archaic law where you're only supposed to go from your house to the range, range to the house with no unnecessary deviations. I'm seeing a lot more families coming in now where they have multiple kids and the wife will stay in the cafe with one or two kids and they'll do a handoff. To me, it's very important that people are treated like family, so the bathrooms are very high-end. We use marble and corian and really nice tile and full-length dividers so that people are comfortable when they come in. When you exit the bathroom, you'll see the Gun for Hire radio studio where Sandy and I tape our show. After you pass that and you make a left, you'll notice our retail area. Over 120 firearms for rent. As you turn 180 degrees, you see the large sections of bulletproof glass. That's our 25-yard range. And inside our 25-yard range, we have 13 ports. Those ports are even wider than the 50-yard range. Both ranges have full-time range safety officers. In case you have any questions or concerns, they're there to help you. With the news, events, and political shenanigans impacting your freedom, you're listening to Gun For Hire Radio, the most listened to Second Amendment broadcast in the nation. A couple of housekeeping things. Shooter's Gauntlet, shootersgauntlet.com. My buddy Bob Ramo, he has the helicopter hull. He challenged me on Facebook to shoot, have a shootout at 1,500 yards. Get out. Bob, I shoot handguns. Here's the deal. <laughs> Here's the deal. Master rifle maker Bobby Hart, who shoots out to 3,600 yards, who builds guns for the Trumps and he's built guns for everybody, will be filling in for me, Bob. <laughs> Okay, I That's talked to Bobby fair. Hart from Hart Rifles, H-A-R-T. You guys can look up Hart Rifles, by the way, not Hart Barrels. That's the same family, but extended. Bobby Hart will be filling in for me. So, Bob, if you want to have a shootout, just let me know, and I'll schedule it with Bobby Hart. He'll bring <laughs> 40 or 50 of his rifles. You can bring one or two of yours, shoot at your range, and go out to 1,500 yards. But I heard that Bobby Hart shoots 1,500 yards iron sight. Get out of town. No, I'm lying. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he shoots 1,500 yards iron sight. And, uh, Bob, you can sh you can use some kind of scope or some kind of glass. I guess that would be okay. <laughs> How's that, Sandy? I think that's a, that's a pretty good challenge, yeah. Uh, I talked about the Cheeseman case. I'm going to repeat it. GoFundMe.com forward slash restore dash carry dash NJ. 
Uh, hold on a second because I have a really important learning thing after this expo. They killed it at the expo. The Gallo event is Saturday, October 19th from 3 p.m. till 6 p.m. in Pelsman Park in Avenel. I will be teaching there. The Saw Group has meetups October 28th, November 12th, December 9th, and October 27th. You can go on the Saw Group's Facebook page or the Second Amendment Women's, uh, uh, what's that called, internet page? Is that it? I think that's it. We also, at the range, we have Shotgun Instructor, September 27th, Holster Draw, September 22nd, Rifle Instructor, September 28th, uh, Urban Carbine 2, September 29th. You can go on gunforhire.com, click Academy. You will see a ton of classes. So I called a great one up. I called Evan Knappen up, right? Right. And I said, Knapp, I need your help. And he's like, what? He's. I said, I need to uh, talk to you about what people should do if they get red flagged. And he's like, what do you mean? I said, well, you know, we have no due process. He says, correct. I said, well, somebody needs to know what to do if they get red flag and he's like oh i like that angle he goes let me think about it so i'm at our board meetings and i'm like okay hopefully napping is going to come up with uh the list text me and he says i came up with the list i'm sending it to you but i also sent it to ammo land so he sent it to ammo land and it got pushed out on ammo land but i want to share this with all of you listening it's on ammo land as well it's red flag emergency preparedness kit. Seven <laughs> things you need to know. Okay? So, this is from the great one himself. Number one, privately photograph your firearms and record their make, model, type, caliber, serial number, and condition in case they disappear if seized by the government. Okay? So, in other words, if the government seizes the guns, you want to have proof that you get all those guns back. Right. And that the uh, condition they were in when you when they seized them. Correct. Now, here's something you should remember. A lot of you have some nice collections and you've been around a long time. You need to have paperwork for all of your guns that have paperwork. If you sold a Ruger Single 6 15 years ago to somebody... And you can't find the 4473 that the two of you filled out together. They're, they're good. The police department's going to be looking for that gun. Is there a way you can get a copy of that? Is there a way you can get a copy of that? Like, no. Suppose somebody lost it. Does anybody have a copy of that? Uh, yeah. Well, no. If you do a face-to-face transaction, yeah, the person you bought the gun from or you sold the gun to. But if you, uh, right, if you lost the paperwork, you probably forgot who it was. Correct, if it's a long gun. Now, they will not release you from prison until, <laughs> until they find that gun. <laughs> correct. If they say, Mr. Calandro, you have six guns registered to you, okay? If they say, Mr. Calandro, you have six guns registered to you, we only have five. Oh, yeah, I don't know what I did with the other one. You're not getting out of jail. Right. So, Knappen is very smart to say, privately photograph your firearms. And record their make, model, type, caliber, serial number, and condition in case they disappear. You should keep that that information stored off-site, as Knappen says. Okay? Not where it's going to be searched somewhere. Like, keep it in a binder in your mom's house or a safe deposit box. Okay? That's number one. Number two, have homeowner's insurance and an umbrella policy. If a family member wrongfully uses a firearm, 
you may be sued for failing to red flag them. Really? Sandy, this happened in Chicago. A guy killed a judge. The family of the judge is suing the 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 the, the, uh, the murderer's family because they said they should have red flagged them. Oh my God! Yes, yeah, so it's going to have other ramifications that we didn't even think about. Right. Okay. So, have homeowners insurance and an umbrella policy. If a family member wrongfully uses a firearm, you may be sued for failing to red flag them. Man. Number three, know your jurisdiction's gun laws and make certain that you do not possess anything prohibited. Mm. This includes accessories such as prohibited magazines, bump stocks, etc. If these prohibited items are seized under red flag, you will also face additional criminal charges. I've said this a thousand times to people. Anything that you have in your house, if you bought an out-the-front knife, if you bought a switchblade, if you got two 30-round magazines for your AR, get rid of them. Yep. Why are you pushing it outside the envelope? Do you really want to face felony charges in this damn state? Right. You do not want to face felony charges. Do a sweep and do a house cleaning now. Okay, especially with these red flag laws. You could have a fight with your teenage daughter because you won't give her the keys to the car and she could red flag you. Right. She could call the police from the cell phone you pay for and say, my dad just said he was going to get his gun and kill me. You could have you could get red flagged from your neighbor because your uh, apple tree is uh, creeping over his fence. And you have words with them. Right. Yes. So, please, clean up your act, all right? Make sure everything you own is not prohibited. And as Knappen says, this includes accessories such as magazines, bump stocks, etc. Number four, have an attorney knowledgeable about guns and red flag laws ready to help you. You might want to consider getting legal protection plan that may cover red flag seizures such as U.S. Law Shield. And U.S. Law Shield does cover it. And it's not insurance. It's a member organization. Uh, Knappen talked about that. It's not going to be part of this Murphy executive order or anything. Everybody now should get U.S. Law Shield. You can use the code Gun for Hire or Gun for Hire Radio when you sign up, by the way. But everybody, you should have an attorney's card in your pocket or your U.S. Law Shield card in your pocket. I tell everybody this all the time. Three o'clock in the morning is not the time. <laughs> finding an attorney out of a phone book exactly. when you're in trouble. Okay. If I was red flagged right now and the cops came in the house, I'd say, I'm sorry, but I'm not saying anything here. Here's my attorney on the cell phone. Right. Talk to him or her and watch how they act differently. Yeah. Because exactly. they're going to treat you. It's a, it's already, they're violating your right to due process, but you don't want them to uh, violate your fourth amendment, fifth amendment, 14th amendment rights as well. Right, exactly. Okay, so have an attorney's card and join U.S. Law Shield now, okay? Number five from Napin, never physically resist a red flag raid. Gun owners have been shot and killed by the government during red flag raids. One just happened in Baltimore a week and a half ago. The guy was red flagged. They went to seize his guns. They didn't tell him why, and he got combative, and he went in the house, and he got a gun and ended up having to shoot out with police, and they killed him. 
yeah. Because because again, with no due process, they don't have to tell you what you're being charged of. Right. They knock on your door and say, "Hi, Sandy, we're here to take your guns." Right. Step aside. Right. Uh, but what am I being charged? Well, you're not being charged with anything right now because this has nothing to do with due process. Uh, you've been red flagged. Right. Right. <laughs> it's an extreme protection order. We're doing it for your own safety. Okay. (laughs) And a lot of people don't understand that because most of us have grown up following modern English and American law. Right. And we feel that we have due process, but we don't. So Knappen says, do not resist. Then number six, ask for your attorney and do not make any statement until you first speak with your attorney. You have a Sixth Amendment right to counsel. Do not waive it. Okay, so if the cops came in and say we have an extreme protection order or we have a red flag order for you, you say, okay, and now they're having they can come in and take your guns without due process. Okay, they can say where your guns so you should point them out where you have all your legally stored firearms. Remember, they're only coming for your firearms. They're not coming for your knives, your kitchen knives, rope, extension cords. You know, gasoline or right. anything else like that that you could kill golf people clubs, with. baseball bats. <clears throat> Correct, but do not say a word and say I want my right. I want to exercise my right to counsel under the Sixth Amendment. Okay, this is important to remember. And number seven, remember, due process comes after the government takes your guns first. That's yes, unbelievable. So, yes, so don't even question what the police are doing. Just let them do it because there's nothing you can do. You cannot fight it. So those are the rules from the great one himself, Evan Knappen. I'm going to re-review them real quick for everybody. Number one, photograph your firearms and record their make, model, type, caliber, serial number, and condition in case they disappear if they're seized by the government. Store the information somewhere off-site. Number two, make sure you have homeowner's insurance and an umbrella policy. If a family member wrongfully uses a firearm, you may be sued for failing to red flag them. Number three, keep your jurisdiction's gun laws, know your jurisdiction's gun laws, and make sure you do not possess anything prohibited. Number four, have an attorney uh, business card on you and also join U.S. Law Shield. Number five, never physically resist a red flag raid. Gunners have been killed for that. Number six, ask for your attorney and do not make any statement under the Sixth Amendment. You have right to counsel. Number seven, remember, due process comes after the government takes your guns. How depressing is this? And, you know, I I really like the idea that the part that you said where make sure you have all your legally, you know, legally possessed firearms in one location. This way, yeah. no one has to look through your entire home and closets in order to get your firearms. Correct. If, they, if you own. have your self-defense handgun in a little lock safe on right. your nightstand, and then your 11-gun collection in a safe, that should be the only two locations. Right. So when right. the red flaggers come in, mm-hmm, you point to the two places. And yep. you let them take your guns away. Do you know under the, the extreme protection order in New Jersey and like 11 other states, the person that red flags you can't be sued? Really? Yeah. I can yeah. think of a thousand reasons yeah. that this would be abused. Yeah. A thousand reasons. I can think of 10,000 reasons yeah. why they could be abused. Somebody's listen, somebody out there is bragging to one of their employees about their gun collection and three months from now, they're going to have to fire that employee for right. something. And that supervisor or manager is going to get red flagged. Mm-hmm. 
because he's going to say, really, that son of a bitch going to go to police department and say, listen, Joe Schmo, I worked for him. He used to tell me he's going to bring a gun in and kill everybody there. Yeah. Bingo. He's no depressed. He's a little yep. erratic. Yep. The guy just fires you for no reason at all. Once, once we have a couple of high profile red flag cases, people are going to learn how to game the system. Right. Right now it's in its infancy. But people are going to learn how to game the system. I can't stress to you enough, all of you out there, get your houses in order. Get everything in order. Be careful what you say. Be careful what you post on social media. Right. Right. I mean, what is the deal? We got to pose with firearms, pose with firearms and T-shirts. Just stop it. If you... Isn't it a shame we have to live this way? We used to have a First Amendment. Yeah, well, we don't have that anymore. But now our First Amendment rights are suppressed. Yes, they are. <clears throat> so this is the in climate and environment we're living under. Now, a fallacy. The NRA does not endorse or back red flag laws. Every red flag law that's come up statewide, they've helped fight, including ours in New Jersey. Can't do anything in New Jersey because there's a super majority and a socialist running the country, right. the state. But the federal legislation that's been bouncing around for extreme protection orders, the NRA keeps getting it tabled and pushed back because they want to keep adding due process to it. Basically have a red flag or an extreme protection order look just like a normal, I called 911. Right, right. All right. But of course, the the anti-gunners are not buying that. They're pissed off about that. They want to take our right to due process away from us that we've enjoyed in this country since the Constitution was written and the Bill of Rights was published, Mm -hmm. where you do not have a right to remain silent. You do not have a right to an attorney. You do not have a right to defend yourself. You do not have a right. It's all going away. And by doing it under the auspice of extreme protection order, listen, watch. There's going to be high-profile cases where anti-gun people are going to get red flagged. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, they're not going to like the taste of it. You know, this is this is reminiscent of, of just before Nazi Germany. Yes. <laughs> and every tyrannical yeah. government that's ever come along. And neighbor turning in neighbor and uh, the exactly. state running amok. Now, because the media is vehemently anti-gun, they're pushing these extreme protection order and red flag laws. They're only showing what they feel will be the benefits of it. Oh, of course. Okay, not the downside of it. And that's a big problem because the average person says, oh, I think a red flag law is a good idea. Really? Well, a red flag law could be used against anybody. Right. Anybody. I could say, I think... Sandy has guns in his house. He says he has guns before. So now I could have four cops are going to come to the house armed and come through your house looking for guns. You're going to say you don't have guns. They're going to search your whole house. What if they find it out the front knife? <laughs> what if they What if they find You're your right. great grandfather? Absolutely right. I never what even if, thought of yeah, that. What if they find your grand great grandfather's World War One trench knife, Sandy? Mm. And a trench knife is a dagger with brass knuckles on the front of it. Yeah. In New Jersey, it is a felony to possess a trench right. knife. You don't have to be during the act or commission of a crime. Just have it's to be a in felony possession to of possess it. it. Right. So what contraband do you have in your house? Maybe you smoke a little weed. Maybe you grow weed in your house. Right? 
Maybe you so, got a Dennis the Menace friggin' commemorative slingshot in your house. Ah, and okay. that's a felony. So there's many, many scenarios that are going to backfire with extreme protection orders. Yes, absolutely. So everybody better get educated. So check out on Ammo Land. You can also check out Nappin's uh, link to extreme protection orders. And uh, everybody needs to educate themselves there. Again, I can't stress it enough. We need unity and we need activism. I want everybody to visit the NRA website that I've been talking about over and over again. I'm going to repeat it one more time for everybody. Uh, It's NRALegalFacts.org. Okay. It's a clearinghouse of information for about many significant NRA legal matters. It is designed to set the record straight and provide key facts and documents in a convenient format. Listen to me now. Let's go back to Cheeseman and Gillard. These guys, their case is proceeding. We're going to be reporting good news next week or the week after. Uh, Sandy and I are going to be taping the show earlier next week because I have to do something. But uh, that's another story. Or we could do it remotely. I don't care. But we're going to be hearing good news about Mark's case. Uh, The New York State Rifle and Pistol case is December 2nd. I can't stress to you, all of you listening enough, we're finally at the precipice where our civil rights cases are going to be heard. I'm excited to go down to Washington and sit before the Supreme Court for any of the NRA cases or the Cheeseman-Gillard case. I'm just so excited that we're finally going to have some closure here that we've been fighting for, even though we're fighting for our lives federally with this election and statewide with the election in November. Uh, Remember, all assembly seats are up for election this November, all 80 of them. And rumor has it right after the election, they're going to get them to uh, submit uh, a bill to ban all semi-auto rifles in the state of New Jersey. Oh, happy day. And uh, it'll be a lame duck session because all of our legislators will be reelected. So even the ones that are Democrats that tend to lean pro gun because of the districts they're in, like Sweeney and stuff, mm. they you know the election for the assembly men and women will be complete, and there's a good chance that uh, it could pass. And we know that Governor Free Stuff said he will sign any anti-gun legislation that is put on his desk. <laughs> So, so what do you got coming up for uh, classes this weekend? Uh, I read them off already, but we have a ton of classes. You can go on Gun for Hire and click on Gun for Hire Academy. And uh, again, check us out. We've been in business since 1992. We have a nice little thing on our academy page. Questions you should ask before you go training somewhere. How long have they been in business? How reputable, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. I would love for you to take that and pass it on. Um, it, it now is not a bad time to get your non-resident carry permit, by the way, because there's a lot going on. Who knows what's going to happen with this New York case in October? Absolutely. So it wouldn't be a bad idea to get your non-resident carry permit. I want to thank everybody for their support. You know, my second NRA board meeting, it went over really well. Uh, I'm ho- waiting to get the results of the nominating committee to see if I get nominated to run for a three-year term. Like I said, I'm not running on petition. I made that pledge a year and a half ago. I don't go back on my word. Just like I said, I will not go to Cuba till Joanne Chesimard is dead and buried <laughs> or brought to justice in New Jersey. Although Governor Murphy would probably pardon her. I'm sure he would. Yes. I'm done. Thank you all for your support. 
Unity and activism is key. United we stand, divided we fall. Well, looks like you've done it again. You've wasted yet another perfectly good hour listening to Gunfire Radio. Gunfire Radio is a kinetic media production. The music used in this broadcast is managed by Cosmo Music, New York, New York. On behalf of our show host, Master Trainer Anthony Calandro, and the rest of the crew here at Gunfire Radio, we do thank you so much for listening. Remember, guys, each one, reach one, get out and vote, get off your ass, and hide the stuff that shouldn't be there. See you next week. From sea to the shine.